I'm Liz Watt, and you're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number two. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone, it's Liz here, and I hope you are enjoying this beautiful sunny day out there. It has been a treat to be able to have these days full of sun that we can go outside and take a walk or be able to play outside and with our kids or be able to enjoy that sunshine. So if you haven't yet, go outside and enjoy a little bit of that vitamin D out there. You know, I was thinking about um, what I was going to talk today about. And one thing that came to me as I realized that one of the biggest steps that we have to take when we decide to become who we are meant to be is that we have to become the leader of ourselves. So often we have given this power away because if you think about it, it's actually really easy and it's it feels like, you know, we don't have to put as much effort out if we just let other people be in charge because it's just sure easy to let other people make those choices and decisions for us because then we don't have to be accountable and we can blame others if things don't turn out because then, you know, we won't look bad and it's easy to just sit on the sideline and let everybody else be in charge. But really what it comes down to is that we are in charge of us and our journey and where we're supposed to go. And if we give that power away, then all of a sudden we'll look back and we'll realize that we are not the person that we were meant to be. As some of you may know, I grew up in a polygamous family. And I decided as I was getting older that I didn't want to continue to live that lifestyle. And even though I loved my family and stuff, I just chose that for me, that's not where the direction that I wanted to go. To be able to get to the point where I could get actually baptized in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints religion, then it was actually a really long haul for me to get there. And later on, I will tell you more about that in the podcast But I ended up getting baptized, and then I ended up getting married, and I moved away so that um, my husband could go to chiropractic school in the Bay Area. And one thing that was nice is that I was able to just walk away from how I grew up. You know, nobody knew what that I even came from a polygamous family. They didn't know what I had gone through. They just thought that I was just a normal, you know, girl, just like everybody else. And for me, it actually felt kind of nice because I was just like everybody else. And I wasn't that outside girl that I grew up knowing that I was. 
And so I finally felt that I could, I thought I could be me. But in reality, when it comes down to it, and we'll talk a little bit about this later, I wasn't who I was supposed to become because I was putting up that front by just walking away. You know, I felt that because of how my parents lived and how the choices I chose to not live that way, I was always nervous that I could revert back and decide to not follow the principles or guidance that I chose in my life. And so what I did is I tried to really stay clear and not introduce anything in my life that I did not feel that was along my path of where I, of what I chose I wanted to be. So I really tried um, to, to live a safe life. I tried to just look forward and just go on the, on the safe path. And I never really tried to, I don't even know if you want to call it deviate, but at that time I felt that that's what it was. You know, I didn't really want to look at different ideas or how that, you know, just different ways that people thought of things. And because I felt that if I did deviate, then I would be just like, I would be end up just like my parents and I would be in a polygamous family. And I didn't really want that for my life. And so I just tried to live a straight, um, safe, follow the path, live like everyone else life. But the thing that I forgot is that I had my own gifts. It truly hindered me from seeing who I was created to become. And I was afraid to learn more. I was afraid to ask questions because I didn't really want to get into deep conversations. I didn't want to have to explain my family. I didn't want to have to explain my beliefs. I didn't want to have to explain all of that stuff. And so I just never asked questions. And I wanted to always try to live, live it safe. So what I came down to is that I was never taking charge of being the leader in myself. I was always following others' lead for my life. You know, we are where we are in our life because of the choices we made and also the choices that we gave up. So we have to look at our life as, you know, where is it we want to go And what are these things that we are missing that we can do to become that person that we are, that we want to become? I want you to think about, are you ready to be the leader in your life? I want you to maximize yourself so that you can bring the light to the world. There are five different easy steps that I kind of broke down that I started how to incorporate in my life that would be easy for everyone to be able to incorporate so that we can become that better leader of ourselves. The first one is, I said this to myself from the very beginning because I realized that I was on such a safe, straight path that I forgot that there were so many other things out there. And so 
One thing I repeated to myself often is, what do I know today that is not allowing myself to know what I need to know tomorrow? You know, knowledge can be a great hindrance. It can actually pigeonhole us and not allow us to learn more. You know, I felt that I had learned enough and I didn't need to learn anymore. And so I didn't expand who I was. There is always something more that we can learn. People are placed in front of us all the, all the time so that we can learn. And are we taking advantage of their teachings? One of the ways that I have been able to overcome this so that I could continue to learn more is I just try to increase my gift of discernment. And when you do that, you are able then to really listen to your heart and realize if that information is good for you. So what does that do? That opens up a whole floodgate of different learning paths. You know, what are the different books that you can read? What are the different talks you can listen to? Listen to different friends and their ideas. And before it was kind of like, you kind of, I just kind of held myself and my beliefs and just my thoughts to myself. But now it's kind of like I really was able to experience the world in a different light because I just kind of paid attention to what my heart was telling me. And later on in a different podcast, I'll, ta- I'll talk to you about how we can increase um, our gifted discernment so that we feel that we are always on, true to ourselves and on our right path. The next thing that I want to talk about is how are you playing the victim in your life? You know, where are you giving your power away and who are you blaming? Growing up as a polygamous child, I had plenty of times that I was able to play the victim role and I felt very justified by it. And people from the outside could also probably agree that I was justified for it. I looked for evidence that showed that I really was a victim to be true. And so I remember one time I was in high school and I asked this guy out. I asked him out three times. And every time he told me that he couldn't go because of some reason. And so at the end, you know, I, the first time I asked him, I was like, okay, well, He just can't go. The second time I was like, okay, maybe it's something with me. And then the third time was, okay, yes, something he is, does not want to go out with me there. He, his parents don't like me. They think that I'm going to be a bad influence on him. And you know, the, when it comes down to it, I don't know the true story, but I was telling myself the story that I was bad and that I would never be that person that could go out with somebody else. I was always going to be alone, you know, and really what it could have been is that he really had things going on that he couldn't, that the reason why he couldn't go out. What are these stories that we are telling ourselves? Are they actually really true or is it just easy to be the victim 
in that in that situation. You know, being the victim, we give our power away. We tell others they are in charge of who we are and the direction of our life. Because if it doesn't turn out, then it's not a reflection of you. But in actuality, it is a direct reflection of you. So the next thing, the third one is, are you maximizing people's strengths? Are you looking at them as threats? Often we do this by not sharing or even showing others that they can be, be that they can be better. By inspiring them, we actually put them down. We look for when they make mistakes because that just might make us be one up from them. We hover over people sometimes because we don't trust them. We allow others to not make mistakes or fail, but we don't really look at ourselves. You know, I really feel that people out there have so many different gifts and talents. And are we maximizing them? Are we helping to increase them so that they can, in return, increase us? You know, my kids, they mow lawns in the neighborhood And they are often known as being really hard workers and making others' lawns look awesome. It took a learning curve to learn how to mow the lawn perfectly. But in the end, they are now really good at what they do. I remember in the beginning, there was a lot of back and forth of my husband having to teach them how to do this and how to mow the lawn exactly straight and how you have to go over halfway on the on your lines so that the blade can reach everything with the edger they had to learn how to hold the edger exactly right they had to learn how to wind the string in it and get it right you know they had to look at what they were doing as a business they had to become the student. You know, I would like to say that they handled it great every time, but thankfully they handled it somewhat good because now their lawns look amazing. They would stand on the sidewalk and my husband would say, how do you think the lawn looks? What do you think you could have done better? How do you think you could have fixed this? Would you be happy with this lawn? And now, as they drive past these lawns that they see in the neighborhood, they are so pleased with themselves that they did such a great job. And they always say, doesn't that lawn look awesome? We need to maximize people's strengths and don't tear them down. This does not allow people a safe place to grow and for you to grow. Everywhere we go, we have to become the student, a fountain of learning. So the fourth one I wanted to talk about is I want you to pick one thing you're going to do every day and stick to it. This might be as simple as making your bed every day, wiping off your counters every night, meditate for five minutes. If you say you're going to do something, then you need to stick to it. My husband and I just put on a really big conference 
all on natural health and ways that we can increase our health through natural health care. I was getting really stressed and overwhelmed with the, pro- the, with the process. And inspiration does not flow when you are stressed. So every morning, I decided that I was going to wake up before the kids got up. I was going to read my scriptures, say my prayer, and set um, my intention for the day. This helped calm me and it helped to increase my inspiration. I don't think I could have made it through that process if I did not choose to do this every day. And some mornings I had to get up really early and do it, but guess what? I did it every single day. And in the end, the conference that we put on was an amazing conference. And I am so glad that I was able to pick one thing and stick to that every single day because in the end, the results changed people's lives. So I want you to pick one thing that you can do every single day, make that appointment with yourself and do it every single day. Now the fifth one that I wanted to talk about is what can you do today that will bring you closer to your goal? I had a dream that I was asked to be over this big group of people. I had a meeting set and I was trying to get there, but everything was keeping me back. When I was driving there, I got a flat tire. So I started to walk and as I was walking there, I ran into people I knew and I stopped to talk to them. And then I would look at my clock and say, my my watch and say, oh, I need to get going. I was running late and so I would try to take shortcuts. I ended up being winding through all of these buildings. Everything I was doing was not getting me closer to that meeting. The meeting finally started and I was not there yet. I sat down upset and so discouraged and someone told me that I was not prepared and that I still needed to do a lot of work before I could hold a position such as that. I was trying to get to the meeting, but I was not yet prepared. So what can you do today to work towards your big goal? You know, we have to take one step at a time. We cannot just be prepared in everything that's placed before us. But you know, we have to learn line upon line, precept upon precept. So I want you to ask yourself the question, how can you prepare yourself? And it doesn't even have to be big. You just need to be able to do one thing that gets you to your goal every single day. So I talked about these five things. First one is, what do I know today that is not allowing myself to know what I need to know tomorrow? Second one is, how are you playing the victim in your life? Third one, are you maximizing people's strengths? Fourth one, pick one thing you are going to do every day this week and stick to it. Fifth one, what can you do today to work towards your big goal? I feel by doing this, you can become the leader in you. 
go to my website, yourjourneyofhealing.com, and you can get your free guide, 10 Ways to Detoxify Your Life to Bring More Clarity. Afterwards, if you choose to get more information, you will be taken on a two-week journey to help you know how to increase your knowledge, empower others, and elevate your life. So go to yourjourneyofhealing.com and request that free download. Remember, you are important, you are needed, and you are loved. Let's work together to bring light to the world. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.